You are listening to the God Focused Life Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Thompson, and my prayer is that every single listener will be inspired and challenged to be all that God has created you to be. Hello and welcome back. I'm so thankful you are tuning in to a God Focused Life. So thankful that you are here. Today is episode 16. And we are talking about the importance of loving our children. The last two episodes that I recorded, I was giving tips on raising kids. And there were a lot of do's and don'ts and things that we added to the mix. And it was very militant. Like if you go back and listen, there was a lot of just, we did this and we didn't do this. And we allowed this, we didn't allow that. And it was a lot of the mechanics of it. But I wanted to come back in and do another episode on the love that we have and had for our children. My husband and I try so hard. We're not perfect, but we do try to raise our kids according to the word. And we do depend on the Lord to give us what we need to give to our kids. We are not perfect and we need so much wisdom and guidance from the Father. We even need the love that God has for us so that we can pour that forth to our children. And it's so important. I love going back to the word and seeing what God has to say about children and the importance of it. And I want to open this up with Matthew 18 verses two through six. He says in verse two, he called a little child to him. This is Jesus. uh, This is Jesus. Matthew's telling the story. This is Jesus. He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. I love this Uh, part of scripture because he's painting two different pictures. He's painting the picture of his love for small children. He's calling the small children and he's even using them as a biblical example of what we need to be. But he's also painting the picture and showing us that God calls us children, those who believe in Jesus Christ as their savior, those who give their life to God. He calls us his children. And I think it's beautiful because children are teachable and trainable. And even when they're not, the Lord will, you know, we can discipline and the Lord will discipline us. And he, the Bible even says that he disciplines those he loves and he disciplines as a father. And I I love it because God has the attributes of a father and a mother, and he gives us what we need to love and train up our children. But I want to draw our attention today. The, The whole reason I wanted to record this podcast is to talk about the love that we have for our children and the importance of why our kids need so much love. They need the assurance there. Maybe you've heard of the test. There's a little quiz. There's a book that's out and then there's a quiz that goes with it. It's called the five love languages. And it, it goes through and lists five different ways that we like to receive love. There's quality time. There's words of encouragement. There's, um, you know, words of affirmation. which which would go into the encouragement. There's touch, there's gift giving, 
And then um, there is, which one am I missing? The um, quality time, words of affirmation, touch, gifts, and I can't believe I'm, I'm missing the other one. But they are so important for our kids as well as adults or acts of service. It's so important that we know and understand how we like to be loved, but also how others like to be loved so that we can love them according to what's going to make them feel great. And I love that because it, it does apply to our children. I actually, now that my kids are teenagers, I had them take the test so that I know one of them likes the word, both of them like words of affirmation. Uh, one likes quality time. And, you know, so I, I have to really think about, okay, how can I show my kids? Because if I keep giving them gifts and gifts and gifts, and that's not really showing them, I love you. Well, I need to understand how do my children like to be loved? So that's, that's a great test to take, especially if you have teenagers to help them. But when children are small and little, it just, there is such a love relationship when you hold that baby in your arms for the very first time. It just, I know that when I gave birth to my baby, it just felt like my heart. It wasn't that I just gave birth to a baby. It was like literally my heart was laying in my arms and I just never knew that I could have that kind of love for someone. I will say that even while my babies were inside the womb, I sang over them, I prayed over them, I prophesied over them, I spoke God's word and his promises over them. And when they were both born, I sought the Lord and I was like, Lord, what are the verses that you would have for my kids? And they are actually verses that we still talk about even to this day. Uh, for my daughter, it was Psalm 91 and it was talking about the hiding place that there is a secret place where we can go to be with the Lord and, and it's in the spirit. And then for my son, it was the, there were some verses that, um, that were spoken over Samuel, but were also spoken over Jesus that it says that are about them. It says that they grew in wisdom and stature. And that's just, those were just verses that I prayed over both of my children, that they would know the hiding place. They would know who the Lord was and that God would protect them. And that they would grow in wisdom and stature. And those verses mean so much, even when, when you have the baby in the womb, speaking life and not speaking curses or speaking death over them. Um, I also want to say that my children had my full attention. Now, I realize that we are in a day and age where we have working moms and moms that work outside the home. And, you know, maybe the, the care that's given to children is, Maybe it's in a daycare or maybe it's, you know, you have a, an au pair or a nanny that comes in. I will say I can only give my own personal testimony of what God asked me to do. So, you know, so there is no, um, it's not like my way or the highway. I can only share where my feet have walked. And that's what I'm sharing with you in this podcast. For me, I needed to be home with my kids. And I remember telling my husband, even when we were dating, if we were to ever have children, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be the one to wipe my kids' noses, to tuck them in at night. I wanted to be the one to pray for them. I wanted to be the one to allow them to sleep in in the mornings. I mean, we are a homeschooling family. I just wanted to be there for every moment and be the one that they needed. I just, it was just a dream of mine that I wanted to be the one to, to be there for my children. Um, for me, I would actually, um, 
well, I never really had the chance because my kids were always in my arms, but just the thought of thinking that somebody else would wipe my child's nose when they're cold, when they have a cold or if they're sick, there's just like this godly jealousy (laughs) that rises up within me. It's like, no, I want to be the mom. I want to be the one to love on them and take care of them when they need me and to feed them and do those things. Um, so I just wanted to always give them that, that kind of love and attention. I always wanted to speak life over my kids. Now I wasn't perfect. I mean, there are days where we are exasperated and there are days where, you know, if I told them one time to stop doing something, I probably told them a hundred times, you know, so it's not always a thing of just, you know, speaking, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job over and over and over because they do need the guidance but I always wanted to speak out their giftings and make them feel good and comfortable about themselves. I wanted to let them know that they're doing a great job, even though, especially we are a homeschooling family. And in those early years when we were doing kind of preschool things, yes, I would lose my patience. And yes, there were days that I was frustrated and I would have to go and say, I am so sorry and just hug them and love them and just, you know, give them the affection um, and, and just say, mommy, you know, mommy was just tired and I shouldn't have fussed at you the way that I did, but I wanted to always make sure that they knew that I loved them. And then I would also make sure that they knew that their father loved them. Uh, Not only my husband as their father, but my heavenly father, that God loved them. I, again, I wanted to always call out their giftings and they, those giftings would change as they got older. Sometimes they were, you know, my son was good at rock climbing by the time he was still in diapers. I mean, he was a baby and he loved to climb. My daughter got into dancing at an early age and she was very imaginative and she was very compassionate, even from a young, young age. And I wanted to make sure that they knew these are things that are from the Lord and these are giftings that not a lot of people have, you know, so not everybody has compassion like you have, Olivia, and not everybody can climb rocks the way that you can climb, Lance. So God's given the, you guys specific and unique gifts, and I thought that was very important for them. Um, family time. I, oh, I can't say it enough. We just value, value, value family time. We, um, uh, you know, of course, do vacations and things like that together, but homeschooling especially. Homeschooling has just given us another level of family time that I never thought. (laughs) I just, I I look back and think of all of the wonderful, wonderful times that we had. I think of the snowy days when we were doing read-alouds. Every single day there was a read-aloud. We did Bible time together. And then after that, whatever uh, we, you know, the curriculum was, we did history, we did Bible time. And then we did history right after that. And history always required some kind of reader. I did a curriculum called Sunlight, and Sunlight was very, very uh, focused on making sure that parents read to their children and then helping your children to read back to you. So lots of times, you know, with hot chocolate by the fire, you know, during the reading time, or maybe we got in the car and drove to a park and, and had reading time, or maybe they got to play on the swings, you know, and have a break or picnics, things like that. We've walked through the woods. We've gone to a river and sat on the riverbank. And then afterwards, we would take breaks and they would run around. 
it was so wonderful having that family time. And then at some point, my husband started working from home. And then instead of it becoming, instead of it being a mommy reader, it became a daddy reader. And he was able to read to the kids and have them just, I've got pictures of them where they are literally laying on one on one side of his chest and one on the other and him holding the book in one hand and he's stroking one child's hair and then he would switch and then stroke the other child's hair. And it's just beautiful memories of that quality, quality time. Um, and even with that togetherness, I will say it was so important to see the um, in, in appropriate, absolute appropriate love touches for our children. They needed hugs. They needed, even when they were little, they would wrestle with my husband. And if you look at all of nature and you see animals with their young, the young little cubs, you know, or, or, you know, kittens or puppies, they wrestle with their parents. They love to romp and wrestle. And that was something that my husband did with my kids. It was very healthy. There was lots of giggles. There was lots of fun. And then after a while, once it got kind of loud and crazy, I just kind of had to leave the room because that wasn't my thing. I, I played with them when they were baby babies, but by the time they were toddlers and just wanted to yell and scream, that was daddy's time. And they just bonded that way. And it was beautiful. Daddy would be a horse and they would jump on his back and crawl under his belly. And it was just super, super fun uh, for them. <laughs> and I would go and scroll on the computer while they had their fun. It was just so many memories that I have and the joy and, a lot, and even with our vacations that we would take, I touched on that too, because we would do vacations and I just thought it was so important for us to do things as a family. Um, there have been times where we have done family vacations with other families and it has been super fun and awesome and we've had a good time. But I also think it's very important where it is just the immediate family, the parents and the children, just making memories being on purpose with doing stuff, not just letting outside entertainment entertain you, you know, like just going on vacation and seeing a movie the whole time or having them, you know, play games the entire time, but just to sit, maybe do board games or go for family walks, have dinners where you're just having discussions, whether it's on vacation or even at home, having those discussions and um, just that quality family time where you really get to know the personalities of each other. It just bonds and just forms those relationships that are really, really awesome um, and very, very caring. And I will say this too. I, I do believe that the closeness that children feel to their parents, it allows them to be able to feel a closeness with their Heavenly Father as well. I think it's so important that our kids, all kids, know that God loves them so much. And I think it's so important that we let our and I keep saying so important, so important, but it is that we let our children know that the Heavenly Father loves them. I've looked at my kids both and I'm like, wow, I just messed up. I just did this sin. I just did this, whatever this thing is. But I just, and I, I've told both of my kids, I want you to know just because mommy's made the mistake, do not let this skew your view of your Heavenly Father because he is perfect. Uh, he's, he's not like me. I make mistakes but he is still so, so good. I want to end this. This isn't going to be a very long podcast, but I want to end this with um, just a few more verses from Psalm 127. Um, uh, it says in verse 120, 127, verses three through five, children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. 
Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. So I just love these verses because the Lord is saying it's a blessing to have children. It's a heritage. It's literally, you know, we think of the inheritance that we will leave our children when we die. But God is saying children are a heritage from the Lord. So I just hope this has been encouraging for you to just value your kids, to love your kids, speak life into their into their being. And even when you are correcting uh, them, yeah, maybe the volume gets a little bit louder. Maybe the intensity gets up. But, you know, because of your love and your fervor for them, I think, you know, that um, in and of itself is not a horrible, bad, awful thing. But we just want to make sure that we are guiding and directing our children in love because they are God's. They are God's children. They are they, we, they don't belong to us. We don't have ownership of them. God, it's like I've heard people say it's on loan to us or, you know, but God's entrusted our children with us. And we just want to do the best, best job that we can do to make them feel loved and grow up in the wisdom and knowledge and, um, and, and just the beauty of the Lord. So, okay, guys. Um, I'm so thankful again that you tuned in. And if you are listening on, um, on Apple, on iTunes, or maybe Google Podcasts, please go ahead and rate and review this. Give me some stars so it will come up when other people are searching for Christian, uh, successful uh, Christian podcasts. It will just help it come up on their search a lot faster. So thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you later.